Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Need to Know, where each week we serve up conversations surrounding the hottest trends and takes on baking. I'm Mia Brabham, host, entertainment expert, and chocolate ice cream craver today, and I am here with professional chef, cookbook author, and host of your favorite baking show, Bigger Boulder Baking, Gemma Stafford! Hi! <laughs> Hello! I am also here with big news today. Um, so many of you may not know this, but I started out here as a freelance writer at Bigger Boulder Baking, actually last year. And today is bittersweet because I was hired as a full-time staff writer at Shondaland last week. So today's my last need to know show. Aww. I can't believe it. We're gonna miss you. I can't believe it either. I was very I upset know. when I heard the news, Mia. Oh, me too. I was. Bittersweet is the perfect word um, because, of course, I'm happy, but I'm also sad. And I'm sad that it's the last time I get to yell, uh, Gemma Stafford, like I'm announcing a wrestling match. So You can just do that, like, in real life. Just walk around and shout my name. <laughs> in real weird. life. In real life. Nobody worry about it. If you see me walking the streets yelling Gemma Stafford, don't worry about it. All right, everybody? Seriously. Um, but I figured... Um, should we just hop in today? There's so much to discuss and we're going to have a lot of fun things yeah, to talk about. Yeah, I feel like it's been ages since we spoke. So, and I haven't, I I've been so busy, Mia. I haven't had the TV on. I don't know what's going on in news. I haven't even been on Instagram. So let me really? know what's going on out there. Honestly, I, I just checked my Instagram. I posted like two weeks ago on Instagram. I'm just, I'm terrible, but oh I'm back gosh. in the land of the living now. So I want uh, to know everything that's going on. Oh my gosh. Wait, okay. So what have you been doing? Yeah. Before we go, fill us in really quick. Um, I've been, I've been working, uh, I can't really actually tell you. Sorry. <gasps> oh, it's a secret. Oh, it's a, we secret. Love a secret. It's okay. Secrets but, are um, good. They're fun. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was, we, I've been working since February on this project and, Aww. um, it's coming to an end soon. And, uh, but it's, it's, I've been crazy busy. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, whatever it is, I'm very proud of you and excited to see. Um, what the surprise is. So yes, let's get to me telling you everything that's happening out there. It's been, it's a, it's a hot girl summer for sure. All right. Are we ready for hot from the oven? <laughs> All right, here we go. First up, Blake Lively recently baked a very interesting watermelon cake, Gemma. It looked a lot more like lettuce to me, but you know, it's okay. Green things. It's fine. Um, besides the point, What's impressive to me, though, is that she baked it in a Betty Crocker bacon fill that she's kept since she was 17, I think, like a teenager. Um, and I just I couldn't believe this. So I actually I'm going to send this to you so you can just see how. Yes, yeah, send it to me. I just Googled looks. Blake Lively cake and I got something else. Um, well, what came up? A, a unicorn cake. It looks like it was her birthday cake or something. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, what's funny about that. I think we did that on the show before. I feel um, like I've seen it before. Yeah, she's, Hold on a she's second, really out are. here baking. Let's see if it pops up. What? Did you get it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe this. So what, what does this look like to you, Gemma? It doesn't look like a watermelon. Let me see. She's about to pull open what's on the inside. Let's see what's on the inside. Bright red cake. Bright red with like all the food coloring. <gasps> yeah. Do you know what? Kudos. Like like her decorating. <laughs> that takes some skill. Like it, even though it's not the best looking watermelon cake I've ever seen. It does take skill. Um, But I, I definitely wouldn't be. I, I don't think I'd be volunteering to eat that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely... 
It's definitely um, crazy. I want to know, um, have you ever kept any bakeware since you were like 17? Like, do you have anything from when you were a teenager at all? I do. It's in, I have some stuff. It's in Ireland. Um, but I have, Aww. my mom has these lovely little tins that I used to bake in that I'm going to actually go and take them um, off her. Oh my but uh, yeah, I often think about them and like little things that we had growing up. Like I just, I, um, I, I have bought some dishes to the US from home that are like Pyrex dishes that are like for casseroles. My mom used to make crisps Ooh. in them. I featured it in my last book and nice. um, it was, yeah, I like those kinds of things. I'm very nostalgic when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, that's so sweet. That's cool that you featured it in your in your uh, book too. That's really special. Yeah, I know it is. Like my mom used to bake in it all the time. Bake um, apple crumble, rhubarb crumble, um, like Eve's pudding, all sorts of little cakes uh, and puddings in this little Pyrex, very old Pyrex, very retro. So I put my hands on it. I think it's it's up there. I can't reach it, but very <laughs> retro and. Um, I, I asked her could I have it because it just I just had such fond memories of of that dish coming to the table I do have a question though Mia yes what is a bacon fill what's that so it's Betty Crocker and it's like this old um baking equipment I guess that's been around I personally am not very familiar with it I looked it up and looked at it and I was like okay that looks like an interesting contraption but I have never baked with one um I do know that it's from I think she got it from Essene on TV because she gave a shout out in her caption she was like shout out to all my Essene on TV nuts um which I thought was pretty interesting have you ever gotten anything off of Essene on TV or no never <laughs> not that I have been tempted yeah. You know, at like five o'clock in the morning when you're like, oh my God, I really need a 30 foot new garden hose, you know, like, or um, <laughs> like with different adjustable heads. Like I, it's not that I haven't been tempted, but no, I won't go down that rabbit hole because I'm afraid I'll get stuck. Oh, do you know what this reminded me of her bacon fill? Have you heard of an easy bake oven? Are you familiar? Yeah. <laughs> did you never, did you ever have one or? No, that wasn't a thing in Ireland. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, this seems very American because, I mean, who else would literally put a 100-watt incandescent bulb as a heat source in a toy? Like, this is why millennials are messed up. Like, this is what we literally used when we were kids. I'm like, this can't be real. Did you know that I I was looking into it, too, because this made me think of it? And um, I guess they had to get rid of it because it became against federal law. Like, they're like, "Mm, that shouldn't be a thing. Like, kids can't be eating things that are baked by light bulb. But now that has an actual heating element, um, it gets up to 350. And I'm like, that seems unsafe to me. Yeah, but um, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. I love all the weird baking equipment. Uh, This kind of took me down a nostalgic hole, too. So very interesting. But um, have you ever made a cake that looks like anything else, like, that's something that's not supposed to be a cake. No, I don't do not that. A f- I, I, not a I fan. Know, I know my strengths and I, and more so I know my weaknesses. I, I do not make cakes in the shapes of dogs or whales <laughs> or a boat. Like I don't do it. I, I, I don't have the artistic ability. I don't have the attention to detail and I just know that's not for me. There's so many other creators. I'm sure Blake Lively watched some of those videos on YouTube where they make like what looks like a real life watermelon. But yeah. um, no, not me. Oh my gosh. Is it is it normal that, I mean, you saw the video, it didn't come out in one swoop. Like she, ha- she cut it and then part of it was falling and then she had to 
you know, put it back onto the knife or whatever she was cutting with. I think she was literally cutting with a knife. Uh, but is that normal? Like, how could she have avoided that? Or has that ever happened to you? And how do you not do that? You no, know, it was a little bit, I, I saw it, it was a little bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that would happen. Like, uh, it's something to do with the cake. The cake looked very red and very dense. I don't want to smack talk Blake Lively because I'm, I'm sure she's a super cool chick. But yeah. um, but I just know the cake didn't look good. Full it stop. was so red. I think the most shocking thing of it all too is that she said that when someone asks for watermelon cake, you know, it's cool that I get to just make one. And I was like, who asked for a watermelon cake? Well, one of our do kids people? maybe. Yeah, true. Maybe. I feel like that is something a kid would ask for. You're right. Yeah, for sure. What kind of cake would George ask for? You know... That's a good question. He loves chocolate. Yeah, Aww. like we give him cookies. He loves chocolate. And it's so funny because um like he just knows it, it, it's not like I'm in the kitchen chopping up carrots and he comes in is like, you know, he starts going blah, blah, blah. I like to give him something. Like he'll come in and see me with cookies or something sweet. And he'll just go nuts for it. And then like <laughs> but he knows he's very choosy. It's like if I'm making meringues, he'd be like, no, no, no. And then like want like whatever I'm doing. But it's not like, you know, he's coming in and looking for like a Caesar salad. <laughs> <laughs> he wants a oh chocolate chip gosh. cookie or cake or cream or something yummy like that. I want to know who at one was craving a Caesar salad. I'm sure those people are out there, but you know. What happens to our, our taste palates? All of a sudden we want Caesar salads. It's very weird. Um, but okay, so... Next, Gemma, you mentioned dogs. So I think I'm just going to move this one right on up and we can talk about this. So I'm really curious to hear what you're going to think about this. Uh, so I have a fascination. I think we've mentioned this a few times in the show with all the crazy iterations of charcuterie boards that people come up with. Like people come up yeah. with dessert boards and breakfast and brunch and yada, yada, yada. Um, and so I stumbled across this article about barcuterie boards four dogs and they put like strawberries and blueberries and zucchini and carrots and peanut butter and frozen yogurt which I didn't even know dogs could eat so I'm wondering you know speaking of dogs do you think things have gone too far like should we really be making charcuterie boards barcuterie boards as I think Delish called them what do we think that's reaching a little bit (laughs) I think somebody is trying to get and make some you know good uh, engaging Instagram posts and have something trend for a little while but I don't I, I can't see that catching on. Oh my gosh. Have you ever baked anything for waffles? And I'm sure, sure you yeah, wouldn't give absolutely. it. Really? Have. What have you baked yeah. for waffles? So I made for him. So I did a YouTube video making frozen yogurt. <gasps> so dogs do eat frozen yogurt. Am I the yeah. last one on earth to know this? No, they absolutely do. It's, uh, it's good no for idea. them. Yogurt's good for them. You just have to make sure you buy the right yogurt. It's like not mm. sweetened. And um, the... Uh, you add fruit that 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 they're not able for all fruit, but you do so do look at like their strawberries are good. They're good with bananas. Mm. Um, add whatever fruit it is. Yeah, I have little pots of frozen yogurt for dogs. Waffles loves it, and also I made doggy biscuits, and also I made a doggy birthday cake. And I think if you search, um, I think if you search dog birthday cake i think my birthday cake for waffles actually comes up as the first search <laughs> no way should we try it right now yeah yeah. let's, let's go okay what you said dog birthday cake? I'm, I'm gonna do i'm gonna do dog birthday cake okay i'm gonna do birthday cake for dogs 
We got two searches going on. Let's see. Do Google image and see what comes up. Oops, I accidentally said Dukes. Oh <laughs> no, he's on the third. He's not the first. Oh no, he's no no. He's um, he's only he's five pictures in on the on the uh when you Google image it, waffles is just like the fifth dog you see. Ah, do you see him? Wait, mine came up with. Oh, oh, okay. Mine is the sixth. Waffles is the sixth. That's a cute cake with pe- is that Isn't peanut nice? butter. It's a peanut butter cake, and I think if I'm remembering correctly, Aww. I think it was it had carrots in it and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, I want this yeah, cake. Healthy. Is it human safe? <laughs> it is human safe. No, no, no. Let's go. But but when I do videos, you also are your number four. When I go to the video tab, pretty cool. Oh, good. Pretty cool stuff. Um, wait, okay. I don't know if you've ever said this, but really quick for me huh, and for the fans, what is the story behind Waffles' name? How did you come up with it? Um, you know, there's not too much of a crazy story. I'll tell you what happened. Somebody asked me this yesterday. When he was in the shelter, he, he was found on the streets here in LA. When mm. he was in the shelter, they called him Gus because he had no tags or anything. And they called him Gus as in Grumpy Gus because Aww. he was in such a bad way when they took him off the streets that no, no, no nobody who worked, so we got him at a place called NKLA. Nobody who worked there could get close to him. They couldn't give him a bath he was so badly matted that they had Aww. to shave him like all over matted they had to shave him from head to toe because he was so badly matted Aww. and the vet couldn't even do um his kind of like little examination on the dogs you know when the dogs go in they get an examination he couldn't yeah. do that because waffles was just beside himself so they called Ugh. him grump they called him gus as in grumpy gus so we were obviously not going to call him that because that's not a nice you know Sign to hang around his neck, like yeah. Gus, like grumpy Gus. <laughs> but even though sometimes it does, uh, it he it, it does make sense. <laughs> um, but Kevin, we we went through names, and um, obviously you know food names are at top of our list, and Kevin came up with the name Waffles. Aww, yeah. Lots of people Woo. always like for years. People used to say to us, "Oh, did the kids name the dog?" And I was like, "No, my forty-five-year-old <laughs> husband named the dog." <laughs> Oh my gosh! So are you waffles over your team waffles over team pancakes? Um, as in the food? No, mm-hmm. I'm definitely team pancake. But when it comes to dogs, you're team waffle. When it comes to well, dogs, I'm team waffles. We love it. Wow, love to see it. Yeah, I don't have a dog, but I don't know. You know, no, I changed my mind. I I clearly think they're kind of silly now but if I had a dog I'd maybe consider it because then you love them and you want to give them things but instead I think I just bake them your birthday cake I think I do that over over the board yeah I think I do that over the board so thank you Gemma wow always gracing the world with amazing ideas uh for baking (laughs) so thank you I'm doing a bow but people who are listening can't see it all right moving on I'm also excited to talk about one dogs now two we're going to talk about ice cream um so on the heels of seeing I've been seeing a lot of like ice cream stuff things I'm like why are we stuffing things uh, ice cream into things I don't know random things cupcakes like cakes like all this stuff um I guess it's not random it makes a lot of sense but this time of year it's really popular um and then I saw an insider article and I found out that Ben and Jerry's has a recipe on their site for swirled ice cream bread and you make it with two ingredients so clearly they're like promoting it so it's ben and jerry's you do two pints two different flavors of their ice cream and then self-rising flour you melt the ice cream completely and then you incorporate it with the flour and then you bake it so my question for you is is this makey uppy which is your word or does this sound good (laughs) 
I'd say it's tasty Um, Mm. No I I have to say I wouldn't be a fan I've heard of people Doing that before Melting tubs of ice cream And and mixing it With a cake mix And stuff like that Mm. Um, But mm, It is That's that's pretty Makey uppy um, Mia for sure Like makey uppy Uh, How did they even Figure that out That's what I don't understand How did you come across that I don't know They didn't mix it They, They just mixed it With Flour and ice cream Like no Like cake mix No like raising agent Like something like that nope. It was flour and ice cream Yep Self-rising flour And wow. ice cream Oh That's there's, it there's, there, I'm sorry There's self, self-rising self flour So there's raising agent in it Yeah Yeah well, It reminds so weird, me though. Isn't it? And it seemed very like scientific to me. So on the site, it said, let your ice cream melt naturally as opposed to melting it in the ice or in the microwave. Microwaves change the molecular structure of the ice cream, which will impact the ice cream's bread texture. What in the world? Is this true? Um, I would trust them over me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, have you ever been like, hmm, can't melt the ice cream that way. I got to do it this way or can't melt something Oh no, this I way. often melt ice cream in the freezer. Or in the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I often melt ice cream in the microwave because I'm too impatient to let it sit out at room temperature. But yeah, like microwaves definitely does change um, the structure of things. So I, yeah, leave it out. It might take a few hours, but I don't know. It'd be interesting. I would try it. That's so crazy. It makes me rethink everything I put in the microwave now. Like, the, you know how we just talked about leftovers? I'm like, so is my cookie different? I mean, clearly it's not fresh, but... Yeah, that that fact had me reeling. But this honestly, it reminds me a lot of like Christina Tosi cereal milk in a way. Because it's like, I know it's not cereal, but it's like the whole idea of like melting the ice cream. It's already sweet and you're kind of making it into like milk. Um, so it's it's creative. I, it is Mickey Uppy, but I, I might try it. It just seems really, really sweet to me. Um, it would be very sweet. Yeah, almost overwhelming. And then I, I love at the end they said, and top it with more Ben and Cherries. I'm like, really? Do we really need more? No, I if you ever try that. that, let me know. Uh, okay, I probably won't, also, but honestly. <laughs> that's like $15 worth of ice cream. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Maybe you lot. should just go buy a cheaper cake. <laughs> that's so true. You, listen, you know, I love ice cream cake. Uh, but do you have a favorite Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor? Oh, you know, nowadays, I'd say I don't because there's so many new ones. I do love. Um, I just, it's not my favorite anymore But I used to absolutely like throw down Like a whole tub, a pint of uh, ba- a Strawberry cheesecake Ben and Jerry's Ooh That's a really good flavor Because it's like salty, sweet And they have like big gobs of like Graham cracker crumb bits It's super delicious Th- Those kinds of ones I'll tell you that what, what I'm not the biggest fan of With Ben and Jerry's They often have their bases of ice cream As chocolate and so like fish food mm. some of the like you know tonight show ones like um, mm-hmm. there's peanut butter and chocolate lots of time when the base is chocolate it's that's all you can taste so they have a whole pile of different mix-ins in it but all you have is chocolate so i'm not the biggest uh, fan of the chocolate based ones i will mm-hmm. tell you i'm gonna look it up actually so it was a limited flavor uh, or for a limited time um it was called Irish mudslide A flavor Let's have a look See if I can find it That sounds incredible I don't know what it is But I want it Um, It was I think it was Coffee ice cream Dublin mudslide 
Here we go. Let me see. I, I can see. It is... Oh my gosh, it's kind of blurry. It says Irish cream liqueur ice cream. Ooh. Chocolate. I can't. That's very blurry. Let me see if this one's clearer. Oh, here we go. Irish cream liqueur ice cream with choc with chocolate 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 chips, cookies, and a coffee fudge swirl. Yeah, it was coffee flavored ice cream. It was incredible. Wow. Always say yes to coffee flavored ice cream. But it was a limited, it was a limited edition. So it didn't last very long. That was, that was really super delicious. I loved that. I wonder the, the math or the numbers behind making a limited time flavor, a permanent flavor and why they can't do it. Because that seems like something people would eat all the time. It's not like it's for in partnership with the TV show or something. That just seems really good. Yeah. I don't know. Like they're all like I always like there's a favor of um flavor of crisps that I love like I'm not a I don't have potato chips in my house because I love that kind of thing and I will just I'll eat it if I have it um but there's a potato chip that I love and it's an Irish company and it's called Kehoe's and they sell it in the U.S. and they have a limited edition flavor that I haven't even seen them sell in Ireland I've only seen it here and it's uh truffle and Irish butter flavored potato chips and they are insane so good but I'm really worried because it's a limited flavor it's a limited time only and I don't know how when they started saying that and how long is that time <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh sure that I stock up on enough crisps yeah what's the most you would buy a hundred <laughs> without them going stale <laughs> oh yeah how long how long do potato chips last honestly the amount of preservatives I'm sure they last a long long time you might be able to get to through a hundred. That should be like, you should do like a blog journey about it. Like Gemma's a hundred day chip challenge. Oh my God. And then yeah, you and then one bag that, a day. Be, yeah. <laughs> after that, it would be Gemma trying to lose 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to up your jogging, your daily jogging time from like yeah. 10 minutes to like 30, you know, the entire walk. It's like no walking anymore. Just jogging. Just jogging. You have to um, run everywhere. Just jogging. Yeah. I, okay. So my favorite flavor, I love, I know you don't like the chocolate, but I love the double brownie, like the fudgy brownie mm-hmm. flavor. I love brownies, so it's it's really good. And it's funny, the writer too said, she said the Chunky Monkey one, which I've never had, would make for really good. She's like, uh, the bread probably be really good as French toast, which I thought was interesting. So if anybody listening is going to try it, there's mm-hmm. that advice. Um, and then she also said that the half-baked, which is a really popular flavor, did not taste good at all as bread. Oh. Which, that is not shocking to me. Um, the... Um, half baked. I think that flavor is good. Is that with the caramel swirl and stuff? Half baked and, and I cookie think dough. Half baked has the cookie dough. It has the chocolate. I think and a little bit of vanilla. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it has caramel in it. Does it? I I eat this all the time and I don't even. I wasn't know. the biggest fan of the core. You know when it? Well, actually, like I love drizzly stuff. But um, mm-hmm. the, Ben and Jerry's have tried so many things over the years. And remember they did the cores where it was like caramel sauce down the middle. Ooh, was that good? Yeah, of course it was good. It was caramel sauce in the middle. Oh my gosh. And let me see. It it was like, um, let's see if I can get that here. Okay, half-baked doesn't have caramel. It's the chocolate fudge brownie and then the cookie dough. Oh, interesting. So the core, I think, was two different flavors of ice cream. 
two different si- not flavors, two different sides of ice cream. And then they would have like, here's another one. Then they would have um, a saucy thing in the middle. So boom. Oh, that looks good. Ooh. Boom shakalaka cookie core. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Send so me the link. Oh, my gosh. Let me see. It's cookie. It looks like it's Oreo cookies in the middle. And chocolate Ooh. ice cream on one side and vanilla ice cream on the other. I can get behind anything with Oreos. And then the, the, I haven't had one of those though. Like the only cores I've had have been like caramel sauce cores, which are delicious. Like here we go, caramel, su- caramel sutra. Oh, I see what you're saying that with the core. Oh my god, this is um, yeah, that looks good. Caramel ice cream, yum. Oh I really gosh. wanted. You know, I went to Vermont a few years ago, and we didn't have time. I know it's not that we didn't have time. Um, the Ben and Jerry's factory that you can do tours of was too far away from where we were staying we just couldn't get to it yeah. but I really wanted to go to it because like I just like it's it you do this like whole big um tour of it and you get to see all the flavors I'm a huge fan of Ben Aww. and Jerry's like like I'm not I'm when it comes to my ice cream I don't make my own homemade ice cream it's like no I go to the store and I buy ice cream and <laughs> because it's so much cheaper and easier to buy it and you get such amazing flavors Ooh. and I have to say I'm a big fan of Ben and Jerry's I am like I just love it's so creative flavors are great there's yeah. something for everybody they're always changing it up um, yeah. and it's just really fun it's a fun brand it is it is a super fun brand um, I feel like they're kind of like the Trader Joe's of ice cream because they're always coming out with new flavors and interesting spins and it's super quirky and yeah it's awesome so ben and jerry's fans woo! what's that movie where they they're like i'm only seeing two men tonight ben and jerry's is that how not to, how to lose a guy in 10 days i um, think that's the I'm, wrong movie yeah that's the line i'm supposed to know this i'm an entertainment expert and i failed i'm pretty sure i feel someone like, let me know i think it's how to lose a guy bridget in 10 jones? days is it bridget jones it, maybe it is bridget jones I think it's Bridget Jones. Wow. It, it probably is, honestly. Um, but whoever said it was right, and at this point, I feel like it's in every single movie. And all those movies are correct. They're on the right side of history. Uh, okay. Are we good with ice cream? Are we ready to move on? Move on. Yeah, what's up Okay, next? there's one more we're squeezing in because I feel like this is really, really important to talk about. So there was a recent article in the Washington Post by Jesse Sheehan uh, about baking with oil rather than butter, and she prefers it because it's easier and faster. So what are your thoughts on baking with oil over butter? Like, why would someone choose to do that? Um. So uh, specifically, what type of oil? Because that does make a big difference. Is she talking about like vegetable oil or is she talking about olive oil? Because they serve different purposes. So she actually mentioned a few. She was like, they add different flavors depending. Um, mm-hmm. So she didn't specify, but she said, you know, nut, seed, olive oil. Like you can do any different type depending on what flavor yeah. you want to have. But I like baking with olive oil. Um, yeah. It, it's, I'll answer. There's a little bit of. There's two different answers to that. So baking with oil adds different texture. It makes things like your recipes really moist. Um, and it just, it does, it does give you a different crumb than what butter would give you, like for sure. And uh, it, like I have oil, a little bit of oil in my brownies, um, in uh, like my carrot cake. Like it definitely makes things really moist cooking with olive oil but but vegetable oil does not give flavor vegetable oil sunflower oil canola oil they do not give flavor that's about texture and moisture um olive oil does also the moisture but um has flavor so for instance i have this 
um, this amazing gooey chocolate chip cookie recipe that is made with, that you have like a cup of olive oil in there and it makes the most incredible gooey chocolate chip cookies every time. But also the flavor from the olive oil is amazing. Like it's amazing. They're my favorite cookies. And then I also have an olive oil pound cake. Um, and that's, that, that's incredible that it's heavy. It, it's, it's really moist. It has a kind of like a close crumb and it, it's paired with citrus. It's incredible. Like the flavor is incredible. So definitely if you're going for flavor, use olive oil. And if it's, if you're just going for need an oil, then go with just regular oil. But yeah, they do serve different purposes. If you're looking for flavor, then vegetable oil is not what you should be using. Yeah. Um, I prefer olive oil and I, that's like been my thing. I'm going to try those cookies. I think I did see those on the site. I have to try them. They're on my list of things, but I always bake a chocolate olive oil cake for people's birthdays. Like it is what I do oh, for people. I'm good. like, it's just so good. And it is easy. Like it is like easy cleanup. And I didn't know this, but it actually apparently has a longer shelf life too. And then the flavor, um, the flavors intensify with the amount of days uh-huh. that it's sitting. So pretty cool. But, um, so in this article also, the writer kind of brings up her gravitation towards easier and quicker recipes. And that's why she says she likes oil over butter because butter can be a little bit finicky and messy, um, which I was like, is it? Okay. Um, but do you gravitate more towards recipes with short ingredient lists and instructions? Or do you like the complex, intricate, intricate like, let's tackle this recipe? Oh, no. I'm like, I'm all about simplicity. Like, I, I try like to... I like to try and have 10 steps or less in my recipes. Yeah. And I don't generally gravitate towards fussy recipes. And I, mm-hmm. and, I and when I do like maybe try a Danish dough or pastry or something that like requires a lot of folds, a lot of attention, a lot of resting, I always try and break it down and make it as simple as possible and maybe even cut out some steps that are maybe that might be mm-hmm. unnecessary because um, that's just not how I bake. I like, wow. I like things simple. That's awesome, Gemma. Um, I wasn't sure what, how you were going to answer that, but I guess it makes a lot of sense because your whole thing is helping people um, and giving them the confidence to bake because really like you like to boil it down to its simplest form and, you know, get the most out of it. It's going to taste really good. But when you have something that's simple, um, it shouldn't take a lot of equipment. It shouldn't take a lot of, you know, ingredients. Uh, it can be a really fun but rewarding process. And so that's awesome. That's, yeah, that's that's your thing, giving people the confidence to bake. And you've definitely given me the confidence to bake. So um, I really appreciate that, which is Aww, a you. great ending point. Oh, <laughs> we got to get out of here before I start sobbing. Gemma, this is, I can't believe this is our last show together. But for now, I mean, who knows? You never we know. Might be, you never know what could happen. You never know. We might be running the world and give us two years. It's fine. Um, I'm kidding. But um, thank you again. Um, thank you for everything. I mean, I can't thank you enough. It's been a pleasure and a dream co-hosting with you. And I've learned so much from you every single episode. Um, and just to everybody on the team, um, Kevin, Brian, Sarah, Zach, everybody. Um, I just, I'm so grateful to have been on this ride with you. It's been really sweet. We're using all the baking terms today. Um, but 
for everybody out there too, I love you all. Thank you to the fans just for embracing me on this ride. Um, stay in touch. Let's be pen pals. Write me letters. I'm on Instagram at yours truly Mia. I'm on Twitter at hot mess Mia. Um, and just stay in touch. And of course, you know, I was going to say treat Gemma well, but you guys already do. You love her. Um, and be sure to subscribe, rate, you know, leave us comments and tell everybody on the team what you want to see next in the show. Um, at Bigger Boulder Baking Everywhere. And so those are kind of just all my parting words before I start sobbing. Gemma, oh, where Mia, can we you find so you? Much. Oh. Um, well, I'm going to be here. The, the podcast will go on. Absolutely. And we'll have um, more fun guests and different people popping in. Um, so I'm at Gemma underscore Stafford on Instagram and Bigger Boulder Baking also on all platforms. So, Mia, we are going to miss you greatly. And um, we'll be watching from afar, but you never know. You might come back to us at some point say hi this is so true ice cream party let's put it on the calendar 2022 let's go